We're glad to present you the Estada Innovation Lab podcast, a series of interviews to top inspiring innovators brought to you by Innova Student Association in partnership with La Rambla of Innovation. Good morning, everyone. This is the Estada Innovation Lab podcast, and today we have here with us Carlos Solana. He's Digital Business and Innovation Lead at Media Pro, and relating to Estadia, he's also IDEA Mentor. So hello, Carlos. Uh, very nice to see you, and we're very excited to have you here today talking to us. Hello. Thank you very much for inviting me to this interview. I'm happy, happy, always happy to collaborate and to have a conversation with you. Well, our first question to you is, how would you define innovation, and why do you think it is essential? Well, innovation is like the, the 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 hot word at this moment, isn't it? Because we are in in such a in such a complicated moment that everybody is thinking about innovation. There are many many definitions of innovation. I, I I have my own one because I don't feel happy with anyone, and, and maybe I don't feel happy even with my own with my own one. I'm changing it all the time, but but I would say that innovation is related with and talking about companies. Okay. Is related with those activities that you that you organize in order to identify, to develop, or to run new business. This is one side. On the other hand, you could also do all these kind of, of activities to look for, to find, or to develop new ways of doing things that are already there. So both both works depending on the on the kind of mindset that you are holding in every moment. And why is it so essential? Because everything has changed, no? Um, change, change happens, and sometimes you you are the one promoting the change, and sometimes change happens, and you are there, and you try to surf the waves as you can, and you are not always the one deciding everything. So you have to be prepared for change, but sometimes change is so big that you need to innovate on the go sometimes in advance when you are very lucky that's it so that's the reason that i think that is so relevant innovation at the moment we also see innovation as disruptive and because somehow it tries to change the status quo so how do you believe that covid 19 has prompted this innovation and on that line do you think that it is a good opportunity now to launch a new project well i haven't said it very very directly but i think that innovation has to do with observing observing reality and while you are observing reality you are able to identify relevant problems to solve or you are able to identify great opportunities to take advantage and i think this is a very good moment to observe to observe what's happening because every, as, as we were saying everything is changing when everything is changing there are plenty of opportunities because there are plenty of problems so i think this is it I don't, I don't think that innovation has always to be very disruptive. You can do innovation in a very incremental way. It's not a problem. There are really nice experiences related with that. But, but I think that what you always have to do is observe, observe. You have to observe and to be patient and you have to fall in love with these problems instead of Ideo, a very, very famous consultant in, this, in, in innovation says that you have to fall in love with problems, not solutions. So that's, that's it observing that is for sure we will take notice of that for our future so could you describe for our audience what you do daily in relation to innovation and its importance in the process yeah well i, I would tell you that for those that are thinking of having a career in innovation i would tell you that there are many many different opportunities and we, we say innovation why 
innovation is so huge. For example, I work in different parts. One side, I, I work internally, let's say. I talk to the different businesses in, the, in Media Pro, and I also listen to the different businesses in Media Pro. As I was saying before, I try to observe everything. I try to have their confidence to be able to listen to their problems. It's not so usual that people confess and have this kind of confidence with you to tell you what's, what's the problem that keeps them awake at 3 a.m., you know? And this is one part of my work, listening to the business units, understanding what they need, and trying to figure out new ways of doing things that they are already doing, maybe, or, yeah, or trying to find new ways of doing new things that they were not doing before. On the other hand, I also try to talk to the external partners, let's say, and, and that has to do with public institutions, that has to do with uh, accelerators, with the startups, with uh, other corporations that are having some problems too, and we share the problems and we do something together, for example. So my, my work is very related above all, or understanding people, understanding organizations, and trying to solve problems that they have. The way we do that, I think, is, is not the most relevant part, because I think the most difficult part is being able to understand people and being able to be in the same page all together. We want to do this. Let's do it together. To be able to align all the people in, a, in this process is so, so difficult. Maybe you have listened to, to this sentence from Drucker. I think it was Peter Drucker that the strategy is being eaten every morning by culture for breakfast. Um, that's it. Um, you need to align people around a very strong culture. And once you do that, the strategy to ha you have to develop for doing that is, is secondary. It's, it's relevant. It's very relevant. You have to do it in a, in, a, in a right way. But the most, most difficult thing is being able to align all the people around the same idea and the same project and work all together in the same direction. So that's, I would say that that's my main job. Yes, I agree with you. And I also think that we can relate a lot in the thing that being able to listen, share, and also observe, it's fundamental, especially now. So could you also tell me a moment when innovation was key to overcome a problem that you had? Well, I think that not only for me, but for many people, the pandemic has been an opportunity to, to, to discover innovation in very different ways. For example, one of our problems and one of the problems for more companies and organizations and people was we were not able to go to the, to the office or to whatever. In some cases, it's easier to solve if you are able to telework, but sometimes it's not so easy. And for example, in our case, we were able to face it, for example, creating some kind of remote production for, for example, for for some programs in the in the in, in our websites or apps or OTTs, and we were able also to to organize this way of working in remote mode, which is not so easy. We were very used to work physically, all the people together, but this is not so easy. It's starting something very very new, and I think there are plenty of possibilities around that. I think that we are going to be in a better situation after all this pandemic goes away, but, but it's a big challenge, eh? changing the way we think and the way we work and the way we create a very, very solid group of people working together. But technology was serving the business and, and not the opposite because that's very, very, 
that's very typical also. You, you create a business and you serve the technology instead of the technology being used by you to, to do your business. In this case, I think technology has been very, very useful for us. And we have been working in many, many different, there is no time for explaining all of them, but yeah, for example, we are able to put together people in different places. Uh, for example, people presenting at a program, one, then there are three people in the, in, the, in the screen that you can see, and all of them are in different places. One is connecting from Mexico, the other one is from Barcelona, the other one is from Madrid, for example. And you, as a, uh, if you are watching the, the, the program, you don't see a difference. You feel that they are in the same place. Being able to do that and to provide this product or this program combining technologies and being able to create this in, in a remote mode is so, so challenging. And we were able to do that. So yeah, it was a big, a big challenge, but I think that we, we had a good, a good way of dealing with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I personally hope that technology helps us all evolve to a better future, as you said. And well, is there something uh, you wish you had learned before starting your career? Because I, because I'm working so much on listening to people, and I have been, and I have been thinking something. If you think in in the most relevant people for you, for you, for each of you, try to try to think which are the most relevant people in your life, and if you think of them, then you, I'm sure about that. You will, if you have to choose between, are they relevant because they listen to you? or because they talk to you, I think the most relevant people are those who listen to you. Thinking your mom, your dad, your best friend, these people are listening to you. And sometimes when you ask them, they talk. And so for me, this is one of, them, one of my biggest discoveries in my life. The relevant people are the ones that are listening. So I try to listen a lot. If you ask me to talk, of course I talk, but I think that listening to as many relevant people and brilliant people as you can is, is crucial. So this is my main, I would say that one of my main learnings, listening, listening to the people. Yeah, that definitely makes a difference. <laughs> yeah, and also thank you because it was a very sincere and honest view. So I think that we can all relate to it and we'll sure take it into account. Moving on now, a signature question that we also tend to ask to our guests is that if you could choose someone, so one person to have dinner with, either dead or alive, who would it be? And also why? Yes. If you have made me this question in another moment, I would say, I don't know, Einstein or Aristoteles or Buddha or Gandhi or I don't know who. But now I'm telling you my parents, and I consider them as a single person because they are for me like uh, my parents. I haven't seen them since one year ago. So for me, having dinner tonight with someone with no risk, of course, and my parents, that would be my, my answer now. If, if I were able to see them all the time, then it would be different. But now, yeah, them, for sure. Well, family always is yeah. right yeah, with yeah, us. Yeah. So it makes a huge difference. And also, well, next question is if you could tell our listeners something which you've recently read, listened to, or even seen, 
which you would like to recommend in the field of knowledge and innovation? This is going to be like publicity. I hope you don't consider that, but when, when the pandemic started, uh, we were like 10 people saying, what can we do? And people from innovation, from the innovation function in different companies. And we said, we could create a kind of book or a guide or something like that related with innovation because in Spanish, there is not much material about that. And we think that we have much experience on that and we could combine our different experiences and create something. At the beginning, we were at 10 and now we are more than 30 people. And yeah, and we are, we are editing a book and it's, it's, been, it's going to be published in, in April. So we are very happy, not only because of the book, because the book was like the excuse for us for getting together and, and doing something that goes beyond what we were doing in the pandemic and feeling more useful. So we were writing the book, combining all the different chapters and that's crazy, I tell you, that's crazy. And, and we are creating also a community beyond the book. So uh, this is one of the things I think is more, uh, let's say, is more, is moving me more at the moment, trying to create this, trying to, to attract as many people from the innovation area as, as we are able. And that's it. So it's going out in April. We will see how the book goes, but above all, I, I'm interested in the community. At the moment, there are like 1,500 people around it and it's going to get bigger and bigger. So I hope finally it makes a difference in the society and creates a better world. Well, thanks for the recommendation. It's a very interesting project actually. So we'll sure get on that. And now there's any final message that you would like to give to the next generation of innovators? Yeah, I like very much literature. One of my favorite writers is, is Borges. I don't know if you have read from him, but and I'm going to tell you one sentence, a very short sentence in Spanish that because he wrote in Spanish and there's nothing like listening in Spanish and I will translate, of course, but I think it's very, very useful at the moment. And, and the sentence is like, like follows. Le tocaron, como a todos los hombres, malos tiempos en que vivir. And if you translate that, it's like, oh man, he had bad times to live in. I think that everybody in his life or in her life has to face these bad situations. The point is that I think there is no better moment than now for innovating. So just do it. Don't think of the circumstances. If they are very, very bad, you will be able to find even more relevant solutions. So take that good chance and good opportunity of very bad moments for creating very good solutions. And that's, that's my message. Well, thank, thank you very you much. much. <laughs> Thanks to you as well. Thank you for the recommendations on the book and also for this final message, which actually would really motivate us all. And it's a bit of strength that we need right now in these moments. So thank you for your time and your time to answer these questions. 